difficult to explain the majesty of dreams to one who has never dreamt, let alone teach them how to navigate this testy terrain. But, as part of our diplomatic mission to facilitate a much-needed cross-cultural understanding, we run certain programs that attempt this very thing. It's not an easy one, not by a long shot. Take, for example, the case I had last week. We had run through the usual exercises in transference, disassociation, dislocation, etc. And then I went on to my usual. Imagine your fingers are turning into snakes. Fingers? I look down and no. 
else. These things I say, wiggling mine. Ah, he says. And out of that strange ethereal mass appears a hand. Great, I say. So now imagine your fingers are turning into snakes. Another quizzical look. I cue the clip and sure enough, he apes it like a pro. Teacher's pet, I think to myself. Okay, so now, imagine your teeth are turning into jelly. Looking into his mouth, which thankfully he has developed since we started the session, I realise that he doesn't have any teeth. And even if he did, seeing that he's pretty much all jelly, this one wouldn't quite hit home. Okay, okay, imagine this. I turn to reach for my pencil to draw something that might capture the subjunctive dream mood that I was trying to convey. But when I turn back, he's turned it into a pencil, an oversized 5B, and he's leaving a scribble of grey lead marks all over my white satin recliner. to get two of your regular flavour, but you decide to shake it up a little and get one of the new trial flavours. They suspect the first bite will summon an inappropriately large pang of regret at having given in to your whim when you go in anyway, boredom implores you. So you go to the checkout. The pizza boxes in your hand feel a little limp, as if recently thawed 
and you notice a minor puckering on the image of the melted cheese, which adds to the overall melty, bubbly effect, which you like. And though you suspect the pizzas may not be in the best condition, you're already in the queue with one person behind you, blocking any easy exit with their overflowing trolley and wailing kid, clutching a bouquet of sugary sludge that the mother is trying to prise away from them. In front of you is a man occupying the whole space between the two checkouts, so large you can park a bicycle between his two mammoth mounds. His t-shirt and sweatpants are covered in dark grease stains, apparently from wiping off the snack slime from his post-binge fingers. He fills two made-for-life plastic bags with his snack booty and waddles towards the exit. Don't eat them all at once, the cashier calls after him. And now it's your turn. She picks up your items to scan, but before she does, she pauses for a few seconds, lifts her head to completely, totally flashlight your face with her sharp, sassy eyes. And though these clear, intelligent eyes are more than capable of communicating with precision and depth, it's her eyebrows that do all the talking. And they say, cutting straight to the bone, Seriously? Again? Right at this moment, you know that she, cashier number three, knows more about you than you do. Ah! exclaims the giant frozen pizza, lying limp in the straggles of sunlight on my scribbled on satin recliner. Now I get it. metal screen left over from the extension build next door, while two of the other parents wobbled it rhythmically from side to side to give me time to disarm the trap, draining it between the rabbit hutches. The kids walked around dazzled for ages, some complained of headaches, while one Claimed the backs of his eyeballs were on fire. Gave him a couple of ice cubes from the orange juice jug. Gunked up his already blood red eyes. Looked as though they were pulsating tomatoes oozing tree sap. I crept behind the shed and tried to throttle myself. 
unsuccessfully. Passed out though, apparently, and a couple of the children noticed me slumped in the compost and dragged me into the centre of the lawn. Cooked there for about a quarter of an hour while the juicy-haired kid adjusted the sprinkler to sway between me and his face. And I heard the sound of an electric shaver and I'm pretty sure I heard him whisper in my ear I'm leaving you here to be fired hairless from a cannon, sucker. Won't happen, sunshine, though, I thought. Not on my lawn. Not from my cannon.